0: Hi there you cool cats and kittens, I'm Josh Ellis and you're about to be mildly entertained for about an hour. Myself and Jeff Bates discuss which illicit substances kids should ingest, who controls the media, why COVID made us sad in the pants, and we briefly touch on the riots in the old US of A. Jeff graced the microphones late last year, he's an exceptional fabricator and welder as well as being in the tallest 10% of the population. You can find his Instagram profile in the description of this podcast on whatever your preferred streaming platform happens to be. While I'm on that, if you're streaming via iTunes, feel free to give an honest review in the app. Any comments or suggestions are welcome and it always helps to get more ear holes across the audio bites we deliver to you each week. If you're recommending friends get on board, share and share alike via the social media platforms or tell them to simply search advice for blokes on Spotify and subscribe via that method. Hopefully you're all starting to feel a bit more normal these days now that you're allowed outside. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Advice for Blokes and drop us a voicemail on the podcast hotline at 029541 8450. May your chosen magical sky fairy shine fondly upon you today. Be good to one another and enjoy the show. Jeff Bates, welcome back. Hello. How are you? Good to have you back, my friend. Yeah, back on the uh, back on the airwaves, terrorising yeah. the ear holes of uh, those unfortunate <laughs> enough to find me in my dark corner of the internet. Yeah, no, it's good, man. I'm yeah. enjoying it. It's been um, yeah. It, it took me uh, took me a few hours of how the fuck does this program work again? Um, but I managed to to figure it out. Yeah, being yeah. the IT genius that I am. Yeah. Uh, how how did you? Uh, How'd you cope through the COVID situation? That was fun. Dude, there was a lot of negative energy, wasn't there? In the media, yeah, for sure. Everywhere. I yeah. think I, I felt it, yeah. You did? Yeah. You you work from home a bit anyway. Yeah. Were you working from home full time during that period? Nah, still going to work, yeah. Yeah, nothing changed for us, so we just got okay. busier. Um and you had uh, social distancing rules that were enforced at work, yeah. which, I mean, you don't really like anyone there anyway. So, yeah, true. <laughs> you're already <laughs> staying away from them. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's only, only three or four of us. So, you know, and you're already sorted. Yeah, and it's a big warehouse. Yeah, And, and, and We all, I think I got a, a cold once. One of the other guys got like full on flu, but, you know, it wasn't COVID 19. So, ah, it's yeah. unfortunate. It could have been so much better. Yeah, our population could have been culled somewhat <laughs> <laughs> I feel like those um, those people who put themselves in a, in a predicament to catch it you know it's case or it's uh a foregone conclusion that you probably should die nah I, I think all the people that died were, weren't they like 98 years old or right, or so another guy today he was yeah 98 or something stupid like man he was he was going anyway I'm not you know no one wants to lose their nana or whatever but no yeah if well i always like you know what it was like having your first flu recently that was, that was my second flu <laughs> in your my second, life it your was second flu in your life was so bad dude every <laughs> time i get the flu i'm like fuck no wonder like, old people die when they get the flu because mm. this shit knocks you around yeah i was um I had a brief conversation with my brother about it and apparently he gets the flu every year yeah i'm like you poor bastard <laughs> Like all the other shortcomings that you've got, that's not a height joke, although you're short. Um, all the other shortcomings that you've got in life, and then you s- you have to suffer through this flu, and it is a godforsaken flu. It fucking sucks so badly. <laughs> and uh, he said, "Oh, did you reach that point where you're in bed and you're fucking cold, like really uncomfortably cold, shaking, and, and in heaps drenched. of pain? Drenched yeah, and, and you're drenched." And you know that all you need to do is take some penadol and wait half an hour and these will go. But you won't get but, out of yeah, it. Yeah, but the Panadol is the yeah. four metres yeah, away exactly. and you can't bring yeah. yourself to actually go and get it. I'm like, yeah, so that's a thing? He's yeah. like, yeah, that happens to me every yeah. year. Uh, Jesus Christ, yeah, not, not a particularly fun experience. Plus, you wrap that up with the fact that I couldn't get any medical treatment at all because everyone's like, we think you might have AIDS. <laughs> It was, <laughs> it was really fucking unpleasant <laughs> I can't remember what I sent sent you when you sent me the message oh, was it? it was pre- it was pretty uh, when I sent it I was like oh that was a bit harsh but it was funny <laughs> it was funny to me but he's probably not laughing right <laughs> I think uh, the harsher the joke when it comes in my direction the more appreciation I have I, for I it think I think no I think I might have said, like, you might die or something it was some stu- stupid stu- 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 no, like, shit dude you might even die <laughs> I hope so I would have it would have been good just to my kids could listen to, assuming that the hosting keeps getting paid for by the podcast they could listen to what a piece of shit I am <laughs> well after my death <laughs> Oh, I'd be okay with that. I've just started telling my kids stories uh, just before bedtime, and they love it because they think that they're staying up later. They'll do anything to stay up just a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But You're still putting them to bed at three p.m. <laughs> Six p.m. Yep. on the diet. well, they're in their mid twenties now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the dark going to bed. So my eldest, he's um, yeah, he's seven and a half, seven and a half, and um, you know, he's oh, dad, tell me another story. Tell me another story, and. You know, I, I don't know. I'd just tell him about, you know, cool shit Cool shit for me. That Let I, me tell you, you know, about when Daddy was yeah, cool. Yeah, when I was cool, when I, back in my day. <laughs> but, Dad, why aren't you cool anymore? And uh, You. <laughs> <laughs> well, my daughter, she just strolls straight in. She goes, Dad, I want a different story. <laughs> Tonight, she goes, Dad, can you tell me another story? I'm like, yeah, sure. And she goes... Can it be about, um, what was it? Is it, like fairies or something? <laughs> 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 oh, that's right, beautiful princess. That's what she wanted to be. So, yeah, I think. Um, How'd you go, Fabra, cobbling a story? No, about I no? think um, Nana's here at the moment, so they, ah. they're playing Snap with Nana. So, yeah, I got out of it. Oh, you got out of story time. Oh, actually, I think I still had to tell Lincoln the end of a story from the night before. So. Right, and then everyone lived happily ever after. Yeah. yeah. And that's why you don't get, do drugs. Get to bed. No, <laughs> you, can, you can do drugs. <laughs> you have to pick the drugs. that, like, that, I've had this um, conversation multiple times from a yep. moral standpoint with people. And uh, I think it was Louis C.K. that said, I can't tell my kids not to do drugs. Yeah. Every time I've done drugs, I've had a fantastic evening. <laughs> it's the fucking best <laughs> night of my life. <laughs> so if you have to have that rational conversation with your kids, because what you do is you're kind of shrouded in secrecy when you say never go near any drugs ever. You yeah. smoke marijuana and you're a drug addict and you're a piece of shit and you'll be kicked out of this house. So then all you're doing is you're creating this point of interest for them where they're like, what's behind the curtain? Yeah, you know, it's, it's that, that um, what is it? what was the movie, The Guy Behind the Curtain, um, The the Rainbow, and Wizard of Oz, that's oh, yeah. the one, yep. yeah. So it's that kind of thing, it's like, don't look behind the curtain, and you're like, mm, I kind of want to see what's there. By the so time, how will you handle it? Oh, man, by the time my kids are old enough to do drugs, there's, there's going to be no fun left, so poor True, bastards. There'll be no fun left yeah. in the world. Like, I don't even know what's out there now, but I feel sorry for those bastards that went through all the like fake pot and like all the fake drugs that they'll get yeah the, all the synthetic um, stuff all the synthetic stuff I like. had a brief exposure to uh, the synthetic LSD which is ironic because LSD yeah, is already synthetic yeah. anyway yep. oh. hello dog hello dog <laughs> um, yeah so it, because LSD is already synthetic but I had a, an experience with that and I mean that was eight hours that I don't know what happened yeah I remember pointing to a beer that was spilt on the carpet and going <gasps> Mick, someone spilled beer on your carpet. <laughs> and he just went, it was you. Like, oh. and, then I, and then I s- turned to him. He said with full commitment and um, vulnerability and said, Mick, this song sounds brown. <laughs> 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 so it must have been semi close to yeah the, like the, it was reasonably no, i've never yeah. done lsd so i don't know no about. well that that's the only yeah. um hallucinogen that i've ever had any experience yeah. with well, i don't want my kids to i would never want my kids to you know try ice or no I th- i've never done i've never done ice um i've never done coke. Not, i've not done ice yet not See, done. I've not done, I've p- not p- done ice yet. <laughs> um I've not done cocaine probably because I've never come across it and I've heard it's like really damn good and very expensive so it's, it's a cool. great it's a great it's, reason to avoid it. Yeah, it's too good. That's exactly right. <laughs> An old flatmate of mine he said I only do it once on my birthday and I said I can't get addicted to it cuz it's too fucking expensive. <laughs> <laughs> my mate Chicken said you're only a junkie once you can't afford it. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think um I don't know, if my kids want to So what do you do? Like you you have to just say you have to you have to give them the moral compass to regulate their interaction with drugs. Yeah. Um I think that's probably Yeah. And I think I'm pretty open minded and you liberal ain't, about th- yeah. liberal about things. And if Go back and listen to the, the last episode and hear exactly how liberal yeah. and open minded <laughs> <laughs> young Jeff Bates is but, um yeah, like, uh, I think there's, yeah, there's there's drugs that are, like, there's drugs that are bad for you, and there's drugs that are, yeah, I think they can do you some good. All right, well, so let's yeah. let's expand on that. So, nicotine. No, nah, there's not really much good in that. Nicotine That's, itself isn't bad for you. It's a stimulant. Yeah. It helps to suppress appetite. It helps to give you focus. It also has this weird calming effect. Yeah. Um, so nicotine, it's in and of itself as an isolated drug, probably not. But uh, if unfortunately, you, the delivery mechanism being yeah, cigarettes, cigarettes is and if you if you need stimulants, then maybe your body's not running how it should anyway. So right. that's how I figure it. If you need hallucinogens, though, or if you need any so what are they? This so we have. So I think the drugs that are probably like safe, uh, probably MDMA is probably like <sighs> that's a very fun safe drug. I mean, it's a rough couple of weeks afterwards for me. A couple of on, weeks? Oh, right. dude. I, my experiences yeah. with, with that have not been... <laughs> well, it's a wonderful evening. My friend and I, Damon, have a good saying. Yep. You can't borrow time from the future. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> it catches up it's with a, it's you. It's a, so a debt you have to you pay you drain back. all your serotonin, <laughs> yeah. and you're going you know, to have a shit time after. But anyway, that's yeah. that's probably... Yeah, I, I've never done mushrooms, but I've heard good things and yeah, I think they can help people a lot. Cannabis? I, mean, I yeah. I've, I've dabbled with cannabis here and there, but I can't handle it. Yeah. It yeah, it sends me loopy. But maybe I just I did not do it right, that's for sure. <laughs> Were you injecting it? <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> fuck I <laughs> may as well have been. <laughs> <laughs> this leaf keeps getting stuck in this Oh, ridge. man. Well, I I've got a pretty high tolerance to things. Um mm. probably being a giant doesn't help and um my friends all smoke you know, like they were fucking full on potheads growing up and I think um we we're demolishing a house once and we found a bloody uh, thing of hash under, no, stashed no. under the sink. I'm like, yeah, give this <laughs> to the boys and um yep. they're all smoking it and they're on the floor and they're fucking drooling and just like just having a good time. Just vegetables. I don't know. Yeah, like, but they are not freaking out. Nah, they no, were just, they are just they're fucked up. They're laying yep. around on the floor just yeah, totally fucked. Yeah. So, I had a go of it and, you know, I know not to fucking bum for it. Like, I had a good fucking go. Like, I was... It was <laughs> yeah. hurting my lungs. I was coughing my ass off not being a smoker. Yeah. Nothing. Not a fucking thing. I think Nothing. I barely got a grin. And I smoked, like, way more than these heavy Jesus. pot smokers and they were Are we talking it. hash oil? No, it was no. like a rock of okay. hash, yeah. Jesus, you could have been smoking um, crack. Yeah, so... <laughs> but anyway, I tried a few times and then... um Made of mine, Bryn. He stitched me up. He fucking stitched me up real good. So he came up from the Gold Coast when I was living in Brisbane and stayed the weekend. He left a baggie of fucking hydro in my cupboard and um, left it I'm like no pot smoker is gonna leave there, No, <laughs> fucking two roaches behind. No. He left it behind on purpose. I came home from um, afternoon shift. I'm like, just had this feeling like. Fuck it, I'm gonna get stoned. I've never been stoned before. I've tried, I'm gonna get fucking stoned. So my I was living. my sister and my brother were living in the house at the same time. We had two other flatmates as well, so it was full house. Um and my brother's girlfriend was staying at the time too, I think. That was and, you, and, um you, yeah, it was very yeah. <laughs> anyway, I got my sister to roll a joint because I can't roll a fucking joint. Yeah. And um so yeah, just yeah, no spin, nothing. This shad shit had fucking purple hairs on it. Everything. It was like <laughs> really it was really bad. Yeah. Anyway, so I sat out of the back deck and I smoked this joint. And I remember getting to, I don't know, like, you know, down to the last, like, two centimetres. And I couldn't figure out if it was still light or not. <laughs> <laughs> There's that part where you're like, my logical brain yeah. knows that I know how this works. Yeah. And I'd, gi- I'd given my sister like two puffs of it. <laughs> and I'd just fucking just suck the shit out of this fucking thing. Down to the fucking stub. So I remember that. And then I remember I was sitting like lounge chair on the back deck. And I had my head between my legs. And I was just fucking screaming at the top of my lungs. I was screaming. I wasn't laughing. I was just like, <laughs> like fucking crazy. And I just had this sudden realization like what I was doing and I didn't know how long I'd been doing it for. <laughs> so you had the you had the time warp. Oh dude, yeah. I was fucked up. And then went inside and um you know those old school Telstra phones, like the white flat ones. Yeah. The one the the touch tone, the first touch yeah, the touch tone touch right. tone. It wasn't and it had a caller ID on the top of it, so it was yep. like the, you know, Mark Two. Yeah, yeah, that was the second generation of the touchtone. And um So I had had that phone and my mobile and I was trying to get Bryn's number out of my mobile (laughs) phone and put it in the touchscreen because I was so, you know, fucking poor. You can't afford to dial from the. mobile. You can't call from a mobile. Yeah, Yeah. calling from the home phone. Dude, it took me (laughs) a fucking eternity. I was getting like halfway through that number. Ah, fuck. And fucked it up again. Just go back to the start. Start again. Like just, I I was fucking staring at my phone like this. And then I was on the floor, I was like on the fucking, on the floorboards with my face this far from the phone, staring at the screen, trying to punch in this fucking number. My sister, for two fucking puffs and whatever was left of my thing when I'd gone to another realm, she had the end of it. She's laying on the fucking floor in the hallway next to me. On her side <laughs> with, a, with a piece of fucking dry bread, nothing on it, <laughs> gnawing away at it like a fucking rat on the floor, curled up in the fetal position. Uh, that would have been the best house I uh, to dude, walk into at that and point. And I finally got to Bryn and I'm like, two, I don't, oh, it would have been like one, o- one o'clock in the morning, something like that. Got him on the phone. It's like fucking Tuesday night or something. Right like you fucking can't <laughs> you fucking <laughs> can't and he's just on the other end just pissing himself laughing Then we we go to the lounge room sitting in the in the lounge room i'm fucking walking around the house like aussie osborne just fucking <laughs> no shit i was like walking you know how Ozzy walks i was yeah. doing that exact thing and we just making no sense and the whole household had been you know they'd come out and like what the f- fuck like they just couldn't ble- what the oh, fuck so it was only just you and your sis that were yeah hitting it was the, the middle blood. of the fucking night on a tuesday night no, everybody's so asleep i thought it was i thought no. you're like hey everyone no. come and they were all the mar- asleep it was of middle of it's a school night everybody's asleep oh, yeah. so they're all coming out and um so my brother's the last one to come out and he comes out and he's like what the fuck are you doing and i'm trying to get wo- i just could not talk i'm trying to get <laughs> the words out anyway he he told me this story about um when he's living in sydney years ago when he when he went to a party or something smoke pot and he fucking lost his shit he went home back to his house and he's hiding under the the counter in the <laughs> kitchen hiding from the lighting <laughs> <laughs> and anyway <laughs> i'm trying to fucking spit this out he's just standing there just like fucking come on like i'm like no, no I'm trying to taste on trying to I taste it finally i got it out after what seemed like a fucking eternity it must have seemed a lot longer for him it's be- because of you that i'm hiding from the lightning <laughs> <laughs> he just he, he just shook you hey oh, you fucking idiot <laughs> so went back to bed oh, never again uh, cannabis is just a uh, I I, I've heard I've, I wish i wish i could get on that train where it's like <laughs> have half a joint or a joint every night and then just be like, chill, eat a bag of Cheetos and then go to bed. <laughs> but yeah. it's just never how it yeah, out fuck. I'd, that'd probably be okay, I reckon, but not sucking down a whole joint of hydro as hard as I can. That mm. wasn't, that was <laughs> not good. <laughs> it was an adventure. It was so, an adventure, yeah. So that's the, that's the... um <laughs> Those are that, the moral guidelines that you if have you don't to disseminate your, to your children if you, want, if you don't want your kids to do marijuana that's how you do it do it in front of them Fucking and then forget how your shoes go, work go hiding from the lightning <laughs> I <laughs> remember Raph a couple of weeks or so ago he said yeah I'm, like you just get so baked you're holding onto the floor because <laughs> you're worried you're going to fall off it well uh, apparently you need a piece of bread to get through that one bread. <laughs> and a Telstra touchstone a dry old piece of bread <laughs> hide from the lightning yeah that's a good catch <laughs> <laughs> it's because of you I'm hiding from the lightning <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it was in that moment <laughs> that he knew what was going on. It was at this moment <laughs> that Chris, <laughs> Chris realised Jeff had <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, MDM, the thing about heroin is heroin obviously leads to a pretty <laughs> poor lifestyle. But heroin itself is probably one of the least um, toxic drugs when it comes to putting it in your system. Like, yeah. obviously in its most pure form yeah um so that one that one still is it's a difficult one <laughs> to try and rationalize <laughs> because you go you do heroin you're a piece of shit but i'm yeah. sure there are people who are doing heroin <laughs> and just keeping it undercover yeah i'm sure there's function functioning I, people out there. i worked there. with a dude who he used to microdose heroin and and i had no idea yeah and i'm, I'm not judgmental at all i fucking love stories like that yep. it's amazing gives me something to talk about lately. so um what kind of Drug is heroin because if you're microdosing heroin, wouldn't that just be like taking, um, yeah, you know, I don't know, like a normal opioid, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, which based on my experience a couple of months ago, pretty good, <laughs> 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 very relaxed, yeah. I can't really see the advantage of that. Like, I know, um, I got a he said he got, he s- said he would microdose before he started working, yeah, and it would give him intense. Um, concentration ability. He to concentrate sure he's for taken eight hours. the right thing, because. <laughs> well, yeah, he said d- d- based on his physique, yes, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and that that was definitely. He said he did have a, a problem with it when he was in sort of his late twenties, yeah. um, but he was early forties at this stage, and yeah, he he said, "Yep," he said, I, I'm, "I'm okay with regulating it now." Yeah. And I'm like, I can't, I can't be against that. The, the problem is, of course, procuring heroin is obviously fraught with danger Yeah, procuring most drugs is generally yeah. I mean you're not g- exactly going to be get involved in a turf war over buying a stick of weed but once you start to talk about you know, the more expensive drugs and yeah. and, and the di- particularly the difficulty in obtaining them in Australia because we're obviously bordered by water and we're so far away from the rest of the, yeah. the world and um, we're a fucking nanny state yeah we are very much so yeah like, Canberra's loosening up obviously a little I got a friend in microdoses with um, ketamine. So I think it's a... I don't know much about ketamine. I've done it once by accident and it just... It's horrible. What did you think it was? Uh, It was supposed to be MDMA. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's... But you just feel Your expectation versus the reality. It's a horse tranquilizer and you just Mm. like feel all... floppy and shit yeah. and you don't get the like but they, they use it in the, the hospitals like that's what they use yeah. for. and yeah. you you feel really dirty like you gotta have a shower really? after it yeah like mm. you feel like you need to have a shower no, i always that. feel dirty um yeah apparently it's a hallucinogen and yeah if you microdose on it it's like similar to microdosing on lsd or mushrooms so mm. yeah really yeah so it does similar thing yeah just as an anesthetic that's that that like that's the that's the the definition in terms of what the um, the Google's tells me. Yeah, but yeah, the the guy that um, dislocated his shoulder a few weeks ago on one of those rides, he was um, he was given ketamine just before he got into the ambulance, apparently. Yeah. Or at the hospital, I think he was just on the um, the nitrous oxide pen or whatever it is beforehand. So yeah, it used to be. Pethidine, I think. I can't remember what else they used to put in, in the pens. Yeah. In okay. Pens, Whatever right. that was, he said that yeah. was a little bit effective. But then he said the party really started once the ketamine hit oh his right. bloodstream. Well, I've seen a few people on the pens, and yeah, it looks like a party when they get on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're oh, that trying thing. to pass it around <laughs> <got> it. <laughs> Have a go, man. <laughs> like early, exactly that's early douche flutes. Yeah. 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 Wonderful, man. Yeah. Look, that—that's a douche flute. I wouldn't mind putting my lips around. It sounded tremendously homosexual. It did a little, yeah. Awkward. That's okay. Like it was just the two of us here in this <laughs> big, not big <laughs> not warehouse. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no. it's <laughs> a full Seinfeld. <laughs> that was fun to go back and watch uh, all nine epi- uh, nine seasons of um, Seinfeld not long ago. Did you? You got through it. I did. It's a great show. There was a couple of episodes that I actually, tur- it turns out that I'd missed. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, was, I did that a few years ago and well, it would have been... Ten, fifteen years ago now, yeah, and I yeah. found a couple that I missed. I'm like, yeah. oh, how did I miss this? Because yeah. Channel Ten, uh, if I remember correctly, it was like seven p.m. Channel Ten. That's that's when Seinfeld was on, and then they used to run two episodes back to back for a while there as well. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a good period there when it. I think after it finished, they was putting it on every night, pretty early. I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, it was definitely yeah. Monday through Friday. I must have been doing fuck all else with my life to watch Seinfeld every afternoon or night, whenever it was. Do you watch free to air TV anymore? No, nah. no. Nah. Do you have a f- an area? Oh, you've just moved house. Well, not yeah. months, a few months ago. Now, yeah. How's that working out for you? Great, much better than the the so old joint. Yeah, it's um, it's at least twice the size of the old house, and good. it's got a pool. So hey, not, nice. Yeah. That's good for winter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and what about in terms of man shed space? Is it? No, I had to uh, <laughs> had to get rid of my man shed, and I'm Damn. renting a space. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're renting a shed. Uh, yeah. Shed space, a space in a shed. Yeah. Does that help you separate your work life stuff, or is it a little bit frustrating? It's a bit frustrating. It's only around the corner. You know, it's a couple of minutes away, but yeah, it was nice walking down the back. But now I can work all hours. You know, I pulled a couple of all nighters and yeah. late nights okay, trying to get you're not shit done. Piss your so off then. Nah, so you're it's not in an in industrial industrial state. state. Yeah, there's only dudes coming in pulling burnouts and a few um, people trying to break mm-hmm. in. Places. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I locked the gate. I wasn't locking the gate, and then after oh, I'm like, maybe I should lock the gate. You know, if people are driving. There's no one else around here. Someone drives past. Oh, the gate's open. Let's go in and hit this guy over the head when he's not looking. Yeah, okay. it's true. It's and a fair uh, point. Yeah, I suppose once when you've got your head down with you. Yeah, and I got the music cranking too. Yeah, and okay. So now lock the gate, and I take the dog. And the missus got him a um a security collar. So. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. As in, it says security. Yeah, on it says security. That's very yeah, cool. yep. so he marches around trying to catch rats. And not, not a small dog. No, nah. having had him then sitting on my lap, you'd want ho- <laughs> to. <at your house. laughs> <laughs> I can attest to the fact, not a small dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was, um, yeah, three of us um, over six foot tall, and then a dog taking up <laughs> more space than yeah. all of us. <laughs> very substantial. It's one, of, it's one of those dogs where it's. How, how how much does he weigh? Sixty. He's about fifty five, I think. All right, maybe. so yeah. fifty five Um all, long legs, all bones. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and thinks he's just a little fucking lap dog. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, you're so cute, but fucking stop, get off me! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I don't want to argue with you because I feel like you're going to win this. <laughs> I feel like you're going to win that argument. Uh, and and you you're dirt biking. You're expressing interest more and more every time i talk to you You're like dude, josh i'm you? definitely going to buy a dirt oh, bike dude every time i turn around I, somebody else has bought a new bike oh <laughs> and you've got quite a, an extensive um riding history you yeah used to run maybe bike tours sort of and yeah so you probably and you got those uh sexy long legs that really help you on the dirt bikes see this is probably the same as um training doing the kickboxing in my head I think that I can still do something (laughs) and then (laughs) the practicality the practicality no I am it did take me so I've been only I think I was four years off the bike maybe five years and uh, once I got back on the dirt bike in March this year it did take me a good three or four rides like the first couple of rides I'm like oh I'm riding out in the bush all by myself this is really dangerous (laughs) And then, oh, not no. long after, yeah, <laughs> not long after that, you're like, you hey, fucking pussy, <laughs> a fucking uh, crawl home for me." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it was uh, it, it was challenging, but it, everything was just mental because yeah. it, it's all muscle memory. I know, I know, you know, going back and training Motai, and you've you've lost a shit ton of kegs as well. I put a bit, I put a bit back on. Yeah. How much are you down? I lost ten, and I put a couple back on because I stopped training. Yeah, yeah, okay. During all this bullshit, so. <laughs> I'm supposed <laughs> which is what every Australian calls it during yeah. the shit that's going on yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. so is the gym back open now and you're yeah back in hitting the bags and trying I'm, I've only been going like once or twice a week when you know start of the week that's it I'm gonna go six days this week and working late I'll try and make it on Wednesday kids wake mm. me up and because I train on. so I get up at four go to gym train um, before work and then go to work so damn yeah and then sparring on Saturday. So, and wh- what's your sparring? Is it mainly striking, or are you, you guys doing any BJJ stuff as well? Nah. No, no, don't do that shit. No, nah. none of that stuff Should in this think gym. think about it, so it's, about it's it. purely yeah, a Muay Thai yeah, gym. About it. Yeah, uh, kickboxing. You, it's okay. sort of yeah, no elbows and nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. so I think some of those kickboxing. guys have fought elbows before, but yeah, it's like sort of K one rules that I think that they mostly do. Yeah. Remember when K1 was the the shit like Dude, it was that the, was fucking awesome. But K1 was K1 was the the brutal sort of sport, right? Cuz there was boxing and then there was K1 kickboxing. Yeah. And it was like, fuck man, that shit's brutal. Yeah. Cuz have you seen Bader Hurry? Yeah. Look, I'm <laughs> not, I'm <laughs> not going to debate that. <laughs> All those dudes. Yeah, any of those yeah. dudes, yeah. They're the, fucking scary. But then it went and then Muay Thai had a was a small flash in the pan. Yeah. And then just immediately after that was MMA. Yeah. Um, it, it, and you know, obviously coming off and then UFC being the, the yeah. sort of lead um, league when it came to that. Yeah, I don't know why it's gone so bonkers. Like, I'm, I'm not that into it. Like, I've, yeah, I don't know any of the fighters. K1 could have possibly been that I, if it had the correct promoters and the correct yeah. league and the correct marketing mentality they went bust i don't know why i can't remember why but and being um based in japan too so but yeah it was fucking massive and yeah, like huge. the guys tell like guys who had been over to japan you know in you know, its heyday to go on you know not to fight but to go and watch and mm. being a westerner walking around the streets like doesn't if you're over five foot seven tall like you're a monster <laughs> you're, you're a monster. And. Yeah, my trainer was telling me he over there and you know, people stopping him in the streets. Oh, you K one fighter, like you know <laughs> It's like no, no, no. Right, so that's what that's what that was. It's, it's <laughs> like if you're a tall white man in yeah. Japan, it's like you must be a K one fighter. Or like the, the then it was basketball as well. Yep. Um that was the other thing. But um as um because I, I think they used to fight in the region and then all go to Japan for the final. So, okay. I think that was like, a, I, I see that as like a true championship. Like, if you're a K1 champion, like, you're a world champion. Like There's world champions now. So, it's, like, it's almost like that, um, some of those movies, like the, you know, everyone fights in yeah. their own areas. And you, yeah. you and qualify yeah. and then everyone goes to the one island. Yeah. Which is run by some massive black dude with an eye patch. Yeah. Yeah. Like those guys that were fighting in that final, like those final eight guys or whatever they were, there's no doubt that they were the best fighters in the world of, you know, any because wa- the, there was unli- there was K one Max and then K one. But now like anybody can make up some federation and, and say, Oh, you're fighting for a world title. Like does that many. You can world- just say you can fight for a title. Yeah. Yeah. So there's all these people walking around like, oh, I'm world champion. Mm. and there's like 10 world champions walking around at the same time same in weight. the same weight class fighting in the same discipline yeah back in the day Scotty Banner he was a kickboxer he, um, he won a title and he went and threw it in the bin in front of everyone <laughs> <laughs> fucking legend that takes <laughs> some balls yeah mm. so that's that's happening for you what, what's what interesting of you uh, or what are the interesting things you've been sort of ta- tackling at work uh, using your <laughs> immense TIG skills <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm just pumping out heaps of bloody HQ arms. Everybody's going crazy, spending their um, their, their, COVID m- money. their COVID money or their their ten grand super buying motorbikes, bastards and HQ arms. nah no, I didn't Thank buy a you motorbike. you keeping me in <laughs> But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're like you pieces of shit. Thank, Thank you, you for the late fucking nights and uh, and keeping me in a job. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah. So uh, why the HQ arms? Um, so why are they? I HQs. thought they were pretty fucking hard to get a ha- a your hands on these though. Not the HQs, fabricated arms, but I mean HQs themselves. Um, uh, well, it's. I think um they sold a shitload of them. I think h uh, uh, q well it was HQ to WB, and they're all the same um, right. same part. And I think the HQs alone are something like four hundred eighty thousand of them were sold just to the HQ. So then you know HZ and yeah whatever else up to WB. So yeah, right. there'd be a lot of them out there, still. Still yeah, I mean it's it's infrequent that you sort of see them It surprised us, that's for sure. Yeah, how many we how many we selling. That's yeah. Mm. Interesting. I wasn't expecting it. How are you uh how are you seeing sort of the, the, the career um progress in terms of what what you want to do, what you want to sort of invest your time in yeah, and your, your know, creative yeah. passion. Um we've had this discussion at my house. <laughs> <too. Yeah. laughs> Listening to you guys, you're very um, you know, driven and career orientated and you know you have a path for the future and who you and your friends bother no yeah, none of us you? have any idea what we're doing you sure yeah everyone More just makes it up on the spot <laughs> <laughs> no i got fucking no idea what i'm doing yeah i don't well i'm just surviving i guess I don't, I don't yeah i don't have a grand plan right now we're just doing what we're doing and um i don't know, i don't really think about it that much and i uh, probably didn't touch on it last time with the work stuff and you know everybody um, you know they like I had a high-paying job and it was just it was shit hours and a shit job and yeah, like money's not that important and I don't yeah jobs aren't that important you know if I got fired tomorrow I'm like oh, fuck it I get my lawns like I don't give a shit yeah. you know it's no no I'm a hundred percent I'm I'm not talking your career progression more so your. What is worthwhile? Or what is worthy of your um, creative yeah. interest, and, and like, what's your what's your drive in terms of what, what you actually kind of fucking care about? because yeah. you want you, regardless of the fact that you aren't necessarily career focused and money focused, you yeah. still want to put something into the world. You still want to put some good into the world. Maybe uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could, I'm telling you, man, I could go mow lawns, <laughs> leading trail bike tours. Yeah, I could I could do that. <laughs> 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 it's good for tax time that's for sure That'd yeah job. definitely yeah I don't know man I, I do a few bits and pieces on the side um, to be, but to be honest lately I've just been so busy trying to keep up with um, yeah the HQ arms and other stuff that I haven't had a chance so I've got a couple other guys that I'm meant to be doing parts for as well and yeah every three months they message me hey man how you going how like, you going with those parts I'm so sorry dude <laughs> I promise I'll get onto it. So. <clears throat> so you got into the welding because it was a passion, because well, because you enjoyed it and you wanted yeah. to get good at it. Yeah. And then once you make it your job,
1: <laughs> that's yeah, like like what everybody like does anymore. That's yeah. why
0: I never did an apprenticeship because I knew that at the end of the four years I'd fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I don't hate the welding. I do enjoy it still. Yeah, but if you, I don't, was you don't do it for a passion anymore. You do. Yeah, it. I don't mind it. Yeah, mm. like it, I do enjoy what I do. You'd rather do it and get paid for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just going to be like, I'm but just going to go out and lay some beads in the shed. But me. then again, I would rather do it if I was doing stuff for myself, you know. And I found that with a few jobs that I've done before. Um, you know, like, yeah, it's all well and good to do it for yourself and whatever. But yeah, if you do it for a living and for someone else, doing someone else's project, then yeah, yeah you start to lose a bit of interest in it. I yeah, I you lose so. a bit of passion in it. <clears throat> There's also the. Um, uh, when it comes to doing something that, that is your passion, let's say you're doing it because I'm interested in this and I want to see where this goes. The thing is when you're doing somebody else's project they give you the clear specifications and they're like this is the outcome that I want yeah. this is the length this is the width but they're also the paying color. for it so that's good too absolutely yeah. that's that's exactly what I was going to say yeah. is like when you're doing it for somebody else you're like I know the outcome and yeah. these are the dollars and therefore that's what I'm aiming for whereas yeah. if you're anything like me you'll half do something and you're like I don't know man that could be better <laughs> <laughs> like I'll oh, just scrap that one and then pick up another one and you're like okay and then you get 25% of the way through that and you're like man I'm bored with this now I'm yeah. going to go and do something else I come back <laughs> to this in a week's time and then six <laughs> months later uh cue podcast uh so that <laughs> that's more or less what I find with the 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 you know doing your passion thing and getting involved with it and having some sort of monetary or lifestyle outcome attached to it I don't know it, it's it's a challenging thing yeah I, I I do enjoy my job, like my, my real job, my day-to-day paying job. Yeah, I do work with, I'm pretty fortunate that I work with a pretty cool bunch of people. And there are times when I'm stuck working at fucking two o'clock in the morning, but, um, at the same time, it's, it's, I I wouldn't say that it's amazing in terms of what I'm putting out there into the world. Like I'm not helping people apart from letting them know their train's late, which is obviously very helpful. Um, the managing expectations I suppose you could say but Mariam, I don't know it, it, it is just making stuff slightly less shit every time and I that's I feel like that's a victory yeah because you can't walk out of work every day going yeah you saved the world I do s- similar sort of thing I just try and do stuff better each time I do it I yeah. just try and yeah not perfect it but just get better mm. each time I do something and my motto is slightly less shit every time. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Slightly less shit every time. At least that way you're not like big noting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> stay, <laughs> stay humble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's so many people stuck in fucking jobs that, yeah, they're just yeah stuck on the money. I, like when you hear about people being in jobs for like 30, 35 years yeah. in the same fucking job, yeah. maybe they've gone up two levels in, in management or something. I would have fucking necked myself. Oh, yeah. dude. Or everyone there. I would have walked in one day with a fucking sauna <laughs> shotgun underneath my trench coat <laughs> and just gone full American high school style. Oh, There's no way I would last in one job for 30 fucking years. I would, have, I would have been fired 10 times over for sure. Yeah, you would have at minimum rage quit or grabbed somebody right, by dude. the throat. I just fucking... Nah, I'm pretty easy going at work. Well, pretty easy going altogether, but... Really? Yeah, I like pulling pranks on people. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, we you yeah. talk about the, your... your, your prankability I love pranks the more expensive and the more unlikely that it's a prank the more interested I am in in going after it like I've I set a budget the other day with some friends I said I'm willing to go after a prank as long as it's under (laughs) $10,000 like I would quite happily as long as (laughs) as long as it could be recorded somehow video audio and and like, it'd be fucking so unlikely that this is a prank, I would yeah. quite happily chip in $10,000 to make a prank happen. The riots that are happening right now haven't really talked too much about them. I'm not sure I have much of a, a position on it. It's it's all the violence and shit's pretty fucked. Yeah. But you have you heard about Chaz? Who's Chaz? That's what I thought Chaz when I first read it. Chaz shit. Mostert. <laughs> is it Chaz from something and something? I heard. Yeah, Chaz is the. Uh, it's the. De- it's the demilitarized zone that they've. They basically commandeered six city blocks in yeah. uh, Washington, and no police are allowed in. It's just these fucking Fruit Loops in there with like high-powered rifles. They're holding six city blocks. Uh, like white people or mix of people. Okay, it's just all the people who believe in whatever their cause is that they're pushing for. Oh, yeah, and they want to get rid of police and whatever. Yeah, so they're trying to get the police to, uh, they're saying, you know, get rid of the police altogether, defund the police. Yeah, that'll go great. Should go really well. So in Chaz, not Chaz Moston. in Chaz, they've now had, unsurprisingly, uh, a little bit of violence in and amongst themselves. So they called the ambulance. Is this when the woman got shot? I think it was a man, this particular one, but there's been multiple situations where this happened. So someone gets shot by someone in Chaz, by someone else in, someone in Chaz gets shot by someone else in Chaz, weird sentences. And then they're like, no, fuck you. We don't need any of your shit. Fuck your politics. Fuck your capitalism. Send us an ambulance. By the way, yeah. Would you guys mind sending an ambulance here? So the Ambo officers rock up and just go, no, we're not coming in. And then the guy just bleeds to death in front of them. That sucks. Loss of life sucks. It's fucking stupid, and uh, I don't know. I don't watch the news, but yeah, shit pops up on Facebook, Facebook or whatever all the time, and they they definitely their algorithms target you know people for a specific what they want. You know, of course they want you to be outraged. Somehow. And I know that I've been targeted with a certain um, viewpoint, and I know other people have been targeted with a definite different viewpoint because people say oh the cops are doing this and the cops are doing that and i'm watching all this shit where these fucking animals are pulling people out of cars and like beating them to yeah. half death on the side of the road and just acting like wild fucking animals i'm like yeah if i was a cop i'd be fucking blasting everyone <laughs> yeah absolutely it's 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 a very chaotic situation yeah. over and there. it's yeah it's all manufactured and they just it's just ridiculous they, d- they wanted people to do it the media it. machine just loves it though they love yep. encouraging people to get out there and be more violent because it's more eyeballs on yeah. on their clickbaity fucking thumbnails and it's bigger than that man it's big. Yeah. it's yeah it's massive but it's a fucking it's a deep rabbit hole that's for sure oh ah, yeah that's right I forgot you're a fan of rabbit holes <laughs> that's disgusting let's not get into <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you but, are limited to 16 but, hours but yeah when, when pallets of bricks start turning up in fucking those zones, you gotta wonder what's going on. It's for construction, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're rebuilding, yeah, rebuilding all of the uh low, I- low income housing that they destroyed. Did I send you the video of that guy getting hit by the car after he threw a brick at a car? No, oh, I don't think dude, so, dude. It is the best thing that I've seen on the internet all month. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This a guy standing on the side of the road, he yeah. throws a rock at a car, and this car just like stops in the street. Misses, and um, the car starts to move off. He throws another rock, gets him. This car just like 180 in the middle of the street, nearly takes out a car. And this guy's like starts to leg it up onto the curb, and this car fucking mows him down. It just like sends (laughs) him flying. Like he does, like he looks like he was doing 5k's an hour, and this guy just like fully flipped. So he went over the top of the car, like off to the side. Went off to the side. Like he just fucking nailed him. It was the best thing I've ever seen on the internet this month. (laughs) <laughs> good, good it was so good it was just instant coming throw a rock at a car and yes i will mow you down yeah i don't know that there's a something about standing up to bullies and violence and that kind of shit like if someone comes and fucks with your shit you need to be able to go no i'm not having that yeah the shit that's going on is just it's bonkers like what happened yeah that guy Shouldn't have died, you know. That shouldn't have happened. Whatever. As it's all pretty crazy what happened, and there's lots of questions about what actually happened. And um, but yeah, the response to that does not weigh up like what they're doing, like the Mm. the violence and the destruction. And I think within the next couple of weeks after that happening, there were and let's let's say eye for an eye. Let's say that that's okay, right? I, I don't agree that that's that's the case, but let's say an eye for an eye is okay. So, tit for tat, someone gets killed. So, George Floyd gets killed by a police officer. Two weeks later, seven police officers were killed during the riots. So, how is that? If if that's what you believe in, that that, that's now, okay, well, we're fair, we're going to kill you... Seven police officers have now died, and then more and more are, are being forced into positions of of taking voluntary redundancy or yeah. uh, or reti- early retirement, or even cops just not showing up for work anymore. Not even quitting. Oh, who? Why would you? You put exactly. your life at risk? Yeah. For what? Yeah. And the worst thing is, it's it's none of it's about George Floyd. And why the fuck would it be? He was a violent criminal, and yeah, I mean the 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 he's. Uh, legal history seems to be a little bit jaded h- holding a gun to a pregnant woman's stomach yeah and none of the stats um, favour this Black Lives Matter movement you know more white people get killed by cops you know and mm. you can't whichever way you want to try and swing the stats they do not add up there is no argument there I don't know the numbers off the top of my head but then I did right. look them up the other day because I was engaged in a um, bit of a Facebook feud over it where uh, when all the blackout photos were happening now yeah. I didn't know that the blackout photos were happening I honestly thought <laughs> yeah, my internet connection was fucked Yeah, because I was scrolling <laughs> down and every image is black and I'm like oh it's fucked what's going on here refresh <laughs> refresh refresh I went over and reset my router you must have a lot of sheeple friends <laughs> <laughs> this was I, was I got is couple that, in there th- this was on Instagram yeah, um, yeah and, and I was like fuck, 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 fuck. and then someone uh, saw the hashtag blackout or something along those yep. lines uh, I'm like, no, my power's still on, uh, and then after that, I'm like, oh, okay, this is the in support of, and then, so s- somebody on my Facebook, and they're more than entitled to their opinion. I'm I'm happy to have conversations with people on all all sides of society. It's fucking well interesting, and you yeah. learn so much, mostly about how retarded the other person is, <laughs> but you do learn a lot. So we started getting into a bit of a debate, and they said. Um, America uh, cops white cops are killing black people at an unprecedented rate. So I'm like, okay, I'm happy to look into that. So I jumped on the FBI website. Not Uh, true. (laughs) Yeah, and it wasn't actually true. And then not only that, the um, I think it was 2018 with the statistics I was looking at. There were about 4,000 murders. Uh, This was I only looked at the black versus white statistics. Didn't look into the Hispanics. No offense um, to the Mexicans. But the, um, statistically, a black man is way more likely to be killed by another black man than they are by a white man. Yeah. Like, significantly more. I think there was something like 400 white men killing black men in that year, and there was two and a half thousand black men killing black men. Yeah. Then conversely, it was mostly white men killing white men, and then about 450 odd black men killing white men. Yep. So the, the statistics didn't stack up at all no. in, in that, and and I'm more than happy to entertain the fact that there is racism that exists, and absolutely, I'm, I'm I, I do believe that that there is racism out there, but I don't think this is the racism people are looking this for. This is manufactured racism, so that's what this whole thing is about. They. And it's always the case. They just keep us fighting against each other when we're yeah. We don't actually see what's really going on, and they make us believe that we're the divide is greater than what it actually is. So you know, if you talk to your friends or people in your community, everybody generally gets along. There's not this huge you know, divide, huge divide, and this huge bickering against each other. All this you know, racial, uh, racial stuff, and yeah, they just make us believe that we're we're not as close as what we really are yeah, so you're <clears throat> let's just pull on that thread a touch, okay <laughs> <laughs> so the um the 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 what is your position regarding what the media seeks to what is going to gain from this, and what is the the ultimate? i mean look, if we want to go media, Rupert Murdoch is the biggest media owner and controller in the entire world no. No. It's uh, the Vanguard Group are actually the biggest media. Are they? Okay. So um, according to Wayne Jett, um, very interesting character if you look him up on the internet, very knowledgeable dude. Dude. Uh, Last time he did some research, he said all media, but I'm just assuming he means all media in America, but if there is companies big enough to... Own all media in America, you can guarantee that they've prob. They probably you know what's our media companies worth compared to America's media companies. You know what I mean? It's nothing. Yep. Um, so he said all media are owned by six major corporations, and those six corporations all can be traced back to Vanguard Group. Right. So a very vanilla sort of um, yeah company, but you know, there's the, I don't know what you want to call it, the powers that be, the cabal or whatever you want to call it. There's Even obvious, yeah, I don't know about the, th- yeah, that could be just um, bullshit to distract us from whatever. But you follow the money and you've, because f- the way I think about it um, with the media, how do they, you think you've got TV, radio, newspapers, internet globally, they all pump, that one agenda and you can find montages of where they're going word for word the same story in competing networks yeah I did see that that was uh, some of those compilations are fucking hilarious so, Where the several different channels spread all over the yeah, country so, and they're saying the exact same okay, thing you think of that logistically how do they put and news is like you know it's got to go out now how, how does that happen logistically globally know, email I don't know no. like but how many people uh, and you know if you let's say you're a journalist or you know news reporter or whatever um you go against the grain that's um career suicide or worse <laughs> yeah, actual suicide actual suicide <laughs> yeah actually <laughs> sorry Ac- Yeah. suicide, suicide. Yeah. yeah okay, so Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself <laughs> anyway yeah <laughs> but you got to wonder that's what I always wonder how they did it, but you know um if it's all under control by so my understanding is rupert murdoch owns a shit ton of media in the us and all over the world as well like his his stake here in in terms of what it's worth what its value is here in australia it's reasonably small because obviously we're a small population yeah but he controls a lot of the the media so you're saying that there's actually vanguard is a, a level above him yeah right and they're probably or that he possibly could be part of the vanguard group Dunno, like the Vanguard group is just a company. That's yep. a corporation, what it but um, you know, that's probably you know, it's up there with you know, it's probably like the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and all these mm. big families, you know, you know, Murdoch's probably like a small fish compared to it, Murdoch would be a very small fish compared to whoever whoever that's has some got their serious old money there when you're talking Rockefeller and So you go yeah, you're going way back and mm. Yeah, just these generations of these elite families that... I uh, wonder how how soulless and empty you'd have to be to to feel comfortable turning in those circles. Yeah. not saying they're all pieces of shit. There's a very good chance they are, though. Yeah, but... And, you know, people talk about, you know, this country is, you know, America's doing this and China's doing that. That's a level above. So there's a level above all these states that are... Got their fingers in all the pies. They, they own both sides because it doesn't matter who you vote for. You know, Labour or Liberal, Republicans or Democrats. They own both sides. Yeah. So, and I'm They're not. They're going to win regardless. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not too sure about Trump. So, at at the start, you could say, Yeah, there's no way that they want a Trump in power because look what they've done before, during, and still. It's just this war on Trump, they're doing whatever they can to trying to take him down, yeah. so obviously they wanted yeah, you know, they wanted Hillary in power, plus they fabricated the whole Russian collusion yeah. thing. That's allegedly. horseshi yep. yeah but um that that was all fabricated, so all this shit, and then the impeachment, yeah, um, it's all horseshit, yeah, yeah, it's just been non stop attacks to try and get him unseated, and you know, I don't watch the news very often and but when you do, you can whatever they're saying is it's usually the opposite of what you know the truth it, is, the truth is yeah. it's not hard to to figure it out but mm. it's a very long game to, to what end this is I'd, if there is this like overarching superpower that's basically pulling all of uh, uh, pushing all of us around on, on puppet strings yeah to what end like, i can't understand it Look, Well, I don't worry about myself, but I worry about my kids. If you look at the track that we're going down and, you know, we're losing our freedoms and, you know, rights and we're getting pigeonholed into a, well, not pigeonholed, we're getting forced into a corner that we can't come out of. Yeah, just think about that for a second. Speaking to civil liberties, you weren't allowed to leave your home. Yeah. Well, just all that stupid shit, and it's it's fucking, it's bizarre. It was fucking retarded. Like it was just, it made no sense. All of these laws just brought in like immediately, and no end date to them. They're like, yeah, yeah, we'll review them down the track. And I mean, as it turned out, it's not like we ended up being locked in our homes forever. But there are some dangerous precedents that have been set. And exactly. And everybody can, oh, this won't, it won't last. They won't, the laws won't hang on. Yeah, but No, don't the wor- government, they're good people. Don't worry about now. Worry about the next one or the one after that. You know? Yeah. Because what they'll say is like, oh, look at what a good job we did. Or so Let's it, do it better this let's time. Let's do it better this time. Or if it had gone bad, they would have said, oh, we fucked up. Let's lock down even harder next time. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's all, it's all pretty scary. I mean, the, so you, you know, I've I've got the douche flute, plus I still smoke uh, filthy cigarettes infrequently, but still smoke them. And then uh Greg Hunt, the uh, honourable minister. Um is it Greg or Greg? It might be Greg Hunt. Greg uh, <laughs> <laughs> ex- has I just heard Hunt <laughs> has proposed that we need to review uh liquid nicotine being brought into the country. Why? Because it needs—it's a poison, and it should be a controlled substance. Okay. Right? Part of that, I'm, I might agree with, but weed killer is also dangerous. <laughs> it's right? a little more dangerous. Yeah. yeah. So nicotine is being brought into the country, not in commercial quantities, but I've bought, uh, I bought—I bought my nicotine from uh, the US and uh, brought it in a, in a one-liter bottle, uh, not a 600 ml bottle, whatever it is. That's lasted me eighteen months. Yeah. Did you just burp away from the microphone? Yeah. so <sighs> <laughs> Disgusting what an animal (laughs) Uh, so so he said uh, we need to stop this Um, so we're gonna we're gonna put it into a review period right the importation of of nicotine from overseas while we've got it in the review period we're banning all nicotine from being imported (laughs) that's the review period yeah so, twelve months they're locking it down from July first. You can no longer import nicotine, so, what you now have to do instead of me being able to import some nicotine and then I take that to the vape shop with me, they get the right amount of nicotine, mix it up in the in the bottles with the p g v g in the correct ratio, and that saves me money. It saves my lungs, yeah, that's why they did it yeah. well, the money there's let's talk about that i'm I'm interested in that because I don't know how that's going to unfold yeah. yet but so Instead of that, now what they're proposing is I have to go to my doctor and get a prescription for nicotine mm-hmm. and then go to the chemist and have that filled. Yep. So, it now forms part of the pharmaceutical... Look where that money went. Follow the money. Right. So yep. But, and, but it, it's challenging though because we can buy nicotine products now, nicotine yep. and those kinds of things that have nicotine there, and you can just buy them over the counter. Yep. So, it is being taxed there. I get that. And, and weirdly, it's coming under the tobacco tax, even though it's it's not tobacco, though it's derived from tobacco. Yeah. So I'm I'm really confused about that knee-jerk position. I get, and I said that for years, is they're going to have to figure out a way to tax this. But instead of doing it in a way where consumers can just go and get it, now they're burdening our already overworked medical system yeah. with going and getting a fucking script so that you can get your nicotine here yeah. I don't understand it just making you uh, more reliant on the system this is the end game Josh if you get into the end game yeah right okay unpack it more but I, I like we already know that our medical system fucking struggles under the weight that it's already carrying yeah. mostly from fat people not from smokers <laughs> But that's that's unfortunately the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're overweight, chances are you're the burden on the health system and also the bottom of your feet. Man, if you can stay the fuck out of a hospital and a pharmacy, you're going to be a lot healthier, that's for sure. Yeah, that's, that's also <laughs> that. So now, exactly. yeah, it's like... That's why it's burdened because there's so many people there that don't need to be there. That's why There it's is burdened. also that, yeah. yeah obviously, then I mean, there's a lot of people that do need to be there, but... Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just going to walk off the heart attack. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Stroke, never <laughs> heard of her. Uh, yeah, it's uh, look. I, I'm. I, I. I wish I had uh, spent. I've. would spent more time going down sort of rabbit holes and and whatnot to figure out. Because no matter which viewpoint you present or a, a piece of content presents that you view, you will be able to find something that seems to be a rational, and logical yeah. argument presenting the other uh, represented by the other side. Yep, and th- that is all very. Um it's carefully made that way. Like there's so you go down a rabbit hole, and then it just tees off into a million different tangents. Just splinters. Okay. And there's misinformation. The internet is perfect. There's just an overwhelming abundance of misinformation, and the truth is hidden in plain sight, all amongst it. You just don't know which one it is. Yeah. yeah. So that the, the truth is out there, let like it's full of yeah. foxmolder. And level there, but yeah, but they yeah. there's fans. so much. So much crap out there that everybody goes, ah, oh, fuck it, I don't believe any of it. So, yeah. Mm, I don't know what my position is on any of the conspiracy theory stuff apart from the, the flat earthers. I am um, I'm, I'm, i don't advocate. There's even hollow earth. Is there? Yeah. I hollow don't advocate suicide generally, but you guys should definitely have a long, hard <laughs> think about it. But then I think about it. Well, last time I was just thinking about, last time I was up in a plane... I don't know. Maybe it could be flat. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck Jeff. I don't know. I'm not saying it is flat, but I can't say that it's not. Right. So good. Um, all right, cool. Well, I'm sure I'll be able to dig an hour out of uh, most of the shit talking that we've, we've just put together. Fucking just scrap a lot. It was it. an hour and 40 minutes. Uh, there's definitely going to be some quality content in there. Just I might actually be able to, like, change the order of our conversation as well. Do you know what I do with my kids sometimes? I read them... I read them two books at once. Do tell? Yeah, so you. (laughs) Like, um, Mr. Man books or something like that. So I hold two books. (laughs) Oh, that's genius. I merge them together, yeah. So So you read across that page? No, I just mash it together and try and make it. It's. Yeah. so you get creative with your storytelling yeah. so it's like this one yeah. is like um, uh, Mr. Grumpy walked, went down to the park Mr. And Strong went down the street and pushed over the policeman or you know or yeah. and Got you. you know had a beautiful smile and you know just mash it up You mash it together in the most ridiculous way you possibly can your poor fucking kids though because like when they love it, when they it's think it's fucking hilarious. When it when it's like story time at school, and they're like, "We're gonna read Mister Man book, blah blah blah," and y- your kid's like, "That's not how it goes." <laughs> Dad, do the t- do the two books, do the two stories at once. As always, if you've listened this far, well done. <laughs> <laughs> there must have been a, n- a new listener. <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah. so. sorry. Um and uh, take it easy out there ladies and gentlemen just remember you're not alone out there and Jeff yeah goodbye see you mate see you next time Yeah. catch ya